let me tell you a story. Story time. My family and I went to Melbourne two months ago. Beautiful trip, great food, great people, great places. And I love Melbourne, so we decided to go for a little road trip. We drove and I was like, I just want to spend so much time there and I want to thrift and I want to bring my little car, my little Osley, along for the ride. And away we went. On the second day of the trip, things took a turn for the not so good. We were hungry. It was lunchtime. As you do, we start looking online for a place to eat. And my cousin had been craving, and I mean craving, like really, really wanting to go to this place. So I actually went twice this year. I went in June alone with just me and my cousin. And then in July, I went with a big group of us. And the first time he would not shut up about these tacos and this Mexican place and he was just like I need to go we need to go and I think it was like 20 to 30 minutes away from where my cousins that we were visiting lived and so we just never got around to it right and that day when we left the first time my cousins eventually drove the distance to go and get these tacos and then proceeded to take a photo of it and share it with the rest of the family including my cousin who was craving it and he was like from that day he was just I I need the tacos we need to go so the second trip second day of the trip we're like okay we're hungry he's like we're going to the taco place I'm like hey man you drive it's good he gets into the front seat we drive we go and eat our lunch it is delicious it is so yummy it was so good so so good and if you're following me on Instagram I think you know where the story is going but it was, it was tasty. Love the tacos. Best meal I've eaten all year, probably. It was fantastic. Loved every second of it. It was great. I don't know what to say. But then we're paying for the food. They're taking a little bit of time to give us our little takeaway boxes, but it's fine because we're not in a rush. We're actually full, so we're, we're satisfied. We're not hangry anymore. And we eventually get out. It's three minutes past four. And I see a man in a high-vis, touching my car. I'm like, who is that man? And my cousin was like, they're taking the car. And I'm like, what? What's going, what? What are you talking about? What are you talking about? So we bolt across this four-lane road. I don't even care about the cars at this point. Don't care that I'm jaywalking. Don't care that I could possibly get hit by a car because someone is touching my child unconsented because Ozzy's too young to give consent and I don't consent so why are you touching my car and this guy proceeds to tell us this is a clear away so after 4 p.m every car that's parked here needs to be towed and I'm like it's four minutes past three like we were just waiting for our takeaway boxes like we're done we, we're gonna go like just let me get into my car let me get the keys and we can just agree that we never saw each other and we can move on but this man was adamant on ruining my life and honestly I struggle to hate people. I do not hate anybody at the moment. I I just can't. I find it very difficult to hate someone. And I also feel that people change over time. So hating someone is just useless because the version of them that you hate probably doesn't exist anymore. But anyways, that's neither here or there. I hate this man. (laughs) I have never felt such genuine anger in my life. He was like, no. 
there are cameras on the street. I've already put the thing in my fucking log and I'm taking your car. And I'm like, no, you're not. And he's like, well, you can give me the keys and unlock the car and I can tow it up nicely or I'm going to drag your car onto my little tow truck. And I was like, oh my God, my child. So I gave him the keys. He turns it on. He drives it up the thing and I'm like, ew, he's grimy, he's gross, he's dusty. And now he's taking my money. And he's like, now you need to pay me $300. I think it was like $360. $360 if you want to take your car from me right now. Or I can take it to the impound and it will be another $200 on top. So you'll have to pay $560 to get your car back. And I was like, I, what about nothing? I want, I want to pay nothing because it's three minutes past four. Do you have no humanity? And by this time, I'm in hysterics. I'm crying. First of all, I feel like it was just emotional to me that someone else was touching my car. And look, I'm not... Yeah, no, I am. And I'm no shame about it. Like, I love my car. My car is my baby. And if anyone's going to mistreat my car, it's going to be me. And I get really, really a bit crazy about my car. I'm, I'm trying to learn to let go, okay? This is my vice. This is, like, my fatal flaw. But it's okay, right? Because it's my car. I paid for it. So I can do whatever I want with it. Anyways, this grimy man is touching my car. Don't know where he's been. Don't know where his hands have been. And he basically just forced us to pay money or pay more money. So I was like, fine we'll do it we'll just pay the 360 we get my car back I'm crying my brother's consoling me my cousins are consoling me I'm a wreck and I'm like this has ruined the trip like all that money that we could have spent on food or going on you know trips and dates together and all of this stuff is all that money is gone like I just want to go home now and I was I was very sad I was so sad Yes, we had my car back, but, you know, like, I was poor. <laughs> and before that, I had my car and I had money, and now I just have my car. So everyone's trying to console me. It's not working. Because when I get worked up, I just need to kind of get through it. Like, I just need to cry it out until it's done. And then after that, I'm like, eh, whatever. Moving on. And we went to a vinyl store after. It's probably like the mood is down, you know, everyone's kind of sad because we've all lost a chunk of money. We go into the vinyl store and we pick out some vinyls and as we're cashing out, the cashier guy's like, how was your day? And I was like, bro, like we're from Sydney, we drive here, we parked in one of those clearways and we were there like three minutes after the clearway time and, you know, they towed our car and we had to pay a significant amount of money. And he was like, geez, it's a good thing that you got there in time and you didn't have to pay the extra 200 And I was like, yeah. And he's like, yeah, and at least you still have your car. And you didn't have to, you know, somehow try to find a way to get to the impound and all that. Like, that would have been a nightmare. And I was like, damn. I did not think about it that way. I was like, I did not even consider that. Like, there wasn't a single thought in my head that, hey, at least we didn't, you know have to go and get it at the impound we didn't have to pay the additional two hundred dollars like we could be five hundred and sixty dollars out of pocket but at least it's only three hundred and sixty and I say I, I tell you guys this story because even now I think about my life and the lens through which I look at my life and I think there are two approaches to life. There's one of gratitude and one of 
hey, I'm still here. Hey, look at all this other good stuff. Look at the way that I'm blessed in life. Look at the good things that are happening. And there's a way that you look at everything you don't have from a position of I'm lacking in this and this and this and this and this has been taken from me and this has been stolen from me and I lost this. And I think it's very easy to get caught up in what you don't have what you're not doing, what didn't work out the way you wanted it to, instead of looking at all the good things. And so I thought I'd hop on here as a reminder to myself and as an encouragement to you guys to consider perspective. What perspective are you looking at your life through? Are you looking at it from a point of, oh, woe is me, everything bad in the world is my fault and it happens to me and I'll never be anything, I'll never achieve anything because... Life is just not supposed to work out for me. Everything is working against me. Or will you look at life like, okay, it's a shame that I lost this thing, but here's all the other millions of things I have to be grateful for, right? And I I think that, I don't know what it is in our brain that naturally focuses on the bad because I just don't, I feel like it requires a bit of, rewiring to look at life through a positive lens and a positive perspective because so many of us are conditioned to look at things in a not so great way and so I have really been focusing lately on making sure I have you know a good approach to life and a good perspective the other day I was watching a documentary called take care of Maya with my housemates and it's a really great documentary you guys should go and watch it and if you don't want a spoiler then I suggest you skip these next couple of things but it's honestly not that big of a deal it's just a documentary I'm sure that you can kind of gauge what it's about but um basically a girl was sick and her mom was you know taking her to doctors and it was this whole massive medical scandal and and stuff and what ended up happening was um the girl's mother died and now this family has a lawsuit against the hospital for suing um, on the damages that the family has undergone due to the actions of the hospital and also the loss of life and whatever. And yesterday I was sitting and I was watching and I was like, wow, the fact that these people can get up every single day and live life and continue to fight and continue to see the good things and celebrate the good things even though it looks like there's so much bad happening around them even in my workspace like being a disability support worker I see a lot of stuff like this all the time and it's very easy to be like oh this person now has you know an obstacle in their way that prevents them from living life or doing the things that they want to do normally they have to find a different way and I think it's so easy to look at life and be like, wow, this is an obstacle and this is a challenge and this is a setback and this is, you know, a big, massive thing. But all of the clients that I've ever worked with have, oh, that's just life. And, you know, life now as we know it, this is just normal for me now. And I I choose to focus on the good. I choose to focus on the fact that I can see, I can smell, I can touch, I can hear. I choose to focus on the fact that I've had great life experiences and have made new friends and new connections in communities I never thought I'd be a part of. And for me, it's always very humbling and very eye-opening when I go to work, when I have encounters like this guy at the vinyl store that remind me to focus on the good. 
not that focusing on the good is going to completely eradicate the bad that's happened and we're negating the fact that you know there's hardships in life but choosing how you respond and I think it's very crucial to think of it from that perspective in terms of things we can control because as an anxious person I always feel like everything is out of my control and it is everything external to me I'm not I can't control I can't control the people around me I can't control the situations around me I can't control the the course of my life but I can control how I respond. I can choose to respond in a way that's uplifting and encouraging and trust the process and, you know, try to lean into my good connections. If I lose a friend or lose a significant other, I try to focus on, look at all the other good relationships that I have, though. And I think that it's necessary to, to mention that, obviously, if I am losing a friend or someone important in my life having family doesn't negate the fact that I've lost an individual does that make sense having one thing doesn't negate the fact that I have lost another thing it's still painful it still hurts it still causes us to panic and feel so out of control and makes us anxious or makes us sad and we grieve the things that we don't have And that is allowed and it's fine and it's still valid even if you have other people in your life because no one's the same. Like every person you meet is one of their kind. It's like a one of one. Everyone is one of one. So when you lose one thing, it's you're not going to have that thing anymore. You can't replace that in a different person. However, if my perspective is on, hey, I lost something, but I also have so much to be thankful for. I think that that puts you in a good position with life. It makes you open up to life and what fate has for you in your life. And it's just so interesting to think about because in my younger years, whenever I lost a friend or whenever I, you know, didn't get an opportunity that I was really looking forward to, I used to fixate so much on the loss and oh I didn't get this opportunity I didn't get this job I didn't get the mark that I wanted I didn't get the friend that I wanted I didn't get the boyfriend that I wanted I didn't you know my crush doesn't like me back and you know you can think about all the things you've lost oh I wasted so much money on this and xyz and now that I'm a little bit older you know than I was in my teenage years I'm like oh but I have always been surrounded by love I have always been healthy my body functions well I have the capability to make new friends I have talents that I'm proud of and that I'm working on and skills that I'm building I've had jobs different jobs in different areas I've met different people and looking at my life in hindsight I'm like wow even through all those seasons of loss I I also had additional things coming into my life, new things coming into my life. I was in different environments. I now live out of home. And it's so crazy because for everything that you lose, you gain something else. And it it doesn't mean that it's more important than the thing you lost or better than the thing you lost. It's just different. And so I wanted to encourage everybody to have a look at your perspective, have a look at how the things that are in your life make you feel and how you can show up and respond differently because perspective changes so much for the situation. 
your perspective on a situation doesn't change the fact that the situation has happened. That's a fact. It's, it's happening whether you like it or not. But your perspective allows you to control your narrative. You can say, oh, that breakup taught me a lesson about myself. Instead of being like, oh, that breakup was a loss of a person. I'm like, oh, no, but like, here's all the stuff that it taught me. And here are all the skills I learned. And here's how it made me a better person. And now I can feel comfortable moving forward. Or you can choose to wallow in the fact that you're, you know, suffering the loss of a person, which is very valid. You can wallow for a little bit. You can wallow for as long as you want to. But I encourage everyone to try to consider a different perspective. And sometimes you need other people to tell you. I didn't feel very great after having my car towed. To be honest, I was on a 10 eating those tacos and then I found myself at a 2 because I was like, now I don't have money for thrifting and all the fun things I wanted to do and and all of that. And and talking to this vinyl dude, I was like, damn. I was like, what a blessing it is that, you know, we haven't been in a car accident. What a blessing it is that we have my car still and we can drive it around and we can go to all these places still. What a, you know, blessing that I'm in Melbourne and not in Sydney anymore. What a blessing I'm here with everyone that I love. And obviously in the moment, I didn't feel that way. But after talking to this dude, I was like, oh, my mood shot straight up. And I was like, wow, okay, that's good. That's great. And I, I, I struggle to, in the moment, tell myself that life works itself out. And in hindsight, always. I, I appreciate things. I have a tattoo on my left arm and it's a Spacey Jane lyric from their song Head Above. And I feel like this is the biggest lesson that I've learned in my life is that hindsight is probably one of the greatest gifts that I've been given because not only does it give you a clear outline of what happened in the past, it kind of gives you a rule book for the future right and like I think life is always teaching us that every single day and it's so funny because the actual lyric is I loathe like as in hate the gift of hindsight because it's like looking back on things it makes me pissed off that I did this instead of this and hindsight is such a bitch but when I heard the song I would sing it as I love the gift of hindsight and I went to like get the tattoo done and realized that it was actually loathe that they were saying in the song. But I was like, you know what? It's still based on the song because for ages I thought it was love. But I look at this tattoo now as I'm in this season of my life, especially when everything's kind of up in the air and I've um, experienced like big changes or, you know, things aren't working out the way I had planned because, you know, life is not in my control. Everything external to me it remains external and it, it has its own way of, you know, where it's supposed to go and everyone has their own path in life and so I can't control the people in my life I can't control how they react to things I can't control anything external to me but I can change my perspective and I can shape my perspective to create a narrative about myself that is more positive and I love the gift of hindsight because hindsight makes everything clearer and for me, I look back and I'm like, that was a lesson and it taught me this and it taught me that. And now I can use these lessons, I can use all these things I've learned to shape my future a bit better or make a more informed decision next time or, 
you know, empower someone else. And perspective is so important. Um, like, I, yeah, I just feel like it, it has the power to change your situation without in, in the realm of your control. We can control the things that are happening around us from the perspective that we view it from. So I, I hope those little stories gave you a bit of a, a boost. I don't have much time today for an episode, but I, I wanted to get on here and say that because even throughout this week, it's been reinforced to me that perspective is everything. Yesterday, I had a really good day and I, I thought to myself, it's so interesting that when I have a bad day, I'm like shouting it from the rooftops and I can easily pick up on it and be like, this is a bad day today. But when I'm having a good day, it's so much harder to do that. Like I sat back yesterday and I was like, wow, yeah, no, I had a good day. And honestly, if I told you what I did yesterday, you'd probably be like, okay, that just seems like pretty random and regular. Like it doesn't seem like you did anything super drastic. And I didn't, but the lens through which I view yesterday, I'm like, wow, I had so much to be grateful for. Like it was beautiful weather. I went for a swim with my friends. I took myself to the movies on a date and, you know, I I had a really good conversation with my housemates. We watched a documentary together. It was just a day filled with so much good. And it was a reminder to me that all these things that we interact with and participate in throughout our daily lives are blessings because the second that you don't have something you realize how important it was to your life or how valuable or how much you rely on it that when it's gone you're like oh shit you're like oh my god please come back please bring back this thing I once had but didn't appreciate and so I'm making it a point to really embrace the direction of my life and to really embrace the gift of perspective and Time gives perspective, other people give perspective. So definitely leaning into a healing process um, where you take your time to work through things or where you lean on the support of others to work through things um, gives you so much perspective and such ease with your life. And you can kind of kind of detach from the things that you know you were holding on to so tightly that might have been giving you anxiety or like making you feel stressed and you can just kind of sit back and be like, okay, it is what it is. My perspective from now on is the thing that I can control and I choose to view the good in things even when I'm having a bad moment, even when I'm having a bad moment, even when I'm having a bad day, I choose to focus on the good. And the more that you focus on the good, the more of the good that you see and then life is good. So yeah, perspective is everything and I hope that was encouraging to you guys. Thank you so much for all of your support over the last couple of weeks, especially with the table talk. I have been watching the analytics on that um, just because I wanted to see how it would do. So yeah, I'm so thrilled that you guys love that. I have so many, many exciting things coming in the next two weeks that I can't wait to tell you guys about um, and share with you. So I love you. I hope that you guys are taking care of yourselves and thank you for listening today. I will see you in the next episode.